<laughs> Guess what, guys? Uh, we made it. It's we been did a it. Whole year. We did it. You guys love us. We have been making this dumb podcast for don't, don't hurt our podcast. This great podcast. Yes. For an, an entire calendar year, uh, which is amazing. It's I've, I've never invested a year of my life. I can think of like a handful of things that I've invested a year of my life in. Before. Yeah. Uh, so, and now I can add this, this really great, uh, and thoroughly entertaining podcast yeah. to, the, to the list, which is I good. Would, I would like to give ourselves a pat on the back because not only are we handsome, hilarious, but we've also recorded our voice for a year. Uh, yeah, we're looking at, I mean, averaging one episode a week. Well, no, that's not true. We're at what? This is 35? 35. So not really, but that's so... 35 hours. That you've been listening to Dale and I talk, which uh, give give or take, you should get like some sort of prize, which would be more podcasts. Yeah, or yeah. or uh, permanent deafness, or <laughs> holes in your brain, or holes in your brain. Something to block. No, I, out. I think the holes in the brain came before listening to us for thirty five hours. Yeah, but to those of you who have uh, been with us on on this crazy journey we've taken. Yeah, uh, it's thanks. been a real roller coaster. That, thanks. <laughs> Wait, we weren't just saying cliches? What? I oh, know. Oh. I, I was. Is that what I was? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for joining us. All. Uh, I know we have a handful of, of listeners who tune in for every episode. Yeah. They, they usually like to yell at me online uh, about how dumb our opinions are. Well, they, uh, they don't tell me, so nobody directly complains to me online so i just assume everybody agrees with me and your, just your brother you. is, is one of those uh vocal he felt the need to correct us on the number of fantastic craft breweries no he in was calgary. correcting you <laughs> i think there are craft breweries in calgary <laughs> remember i was championing big rock and you were saying it's gross. He was, was saying, he was, so he was, so in a way he was agreeing with me saying Big Rock is shit, but also there's a lot of craft breweries. There that are a lot of craft breweries. That aren't Big breweries. Rock. Brewerlies. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, this is Outrage Factory, the podcast where we took a look at things that made people on the, people angry on the internet this week. People on the angry internet. And why you're stupid for caring. Before we kick off this week's episode, I'd like to uh, go through some well wishes from uh, from people online uh, for our one year anniversary. Yeah, this we're not just going to wash our own balls. We're going to let other people do it for us. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Bain, uh, I can honestly say I've listened to less than 15 minutes of this podcast. Lindsay, thank you. Thanks. I Thanks for that. I mean... Thank you. Obviously, it's because she finished in less than 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like, and I mean, collectively, I've watched less than 15 minutes of Pornhub in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not to say that just means Pornhub is super effective. Yeah. So we're efficient. <laughs> Thanks for listening for almost 15 minutes. And I hope we can get you back in probably what I'd say is 20 second spurts for a whole nother year. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. Uh, you can tune out for the rest of the episode. Now that we have mentioned you, uh, we've, yeah. we've finished you off for this episode as well. Yeah. Uh, Sam Laden said more swearing, less research. Sam, we fucking got you covered, buddy. Yeah. I think we're really, uh, we're doubling down on the swearing and no research angles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got to, Keep our audience happy. That's our niche. And we are staying on brand by swearing a fucking lot. <laughs> so 
Yeah, and plus, research sucks. Yeah, and it's it. Yeah, and we sound just as intelligent. Yeah. throwing a bunch of fucking swears in into our statements yeah. rather than it just makes them. They're like, oh, he said a fuck before that. Yeah, that <laughs> totally non-factual statement he said afterwards. But yeah, he said it with conviction. Exactly. Like, I'm not gonna go on the internet and read shit about boring stuff when I can go to the hippie bookstore and buy a book talking about how humans return to the water for a stage in our evolution, and that's why we don't have thick hair like primates do. I actually bought that book. Uh, did, did you? So you purchased the book. I did. It was on sale. I don't know why. I would hope. Who it would was, pay full price for that book? It was in the owner's overstock. I don't know how they could possibly have extra copies of a book <laughs> with such a good fucking angle. And I read three pages and got bored. So if I can't read a book about people returning to the water to evolve, I'm not going to read stuff about news. So why can't, why don't we, uh, so I'm curious about this, yeah. this theory. Why don't we have gills? Why can't we breathe underwater? Do you want to read, do you want to hear the only, I only read far enough to get to one argument. And the argument was, they say we, lo- they say humans lost our hair because we left the cold environment and went to the heat. Yes. But which makes sense. All of the apes that did the same thing kept their thick coat of fur because hair actually insulates from the heat just as well as it does the cold. Uh, for what it's worth, I also kept my thick coat of fur. We, <laughs> yeah, we are all <laughs> we are yeah. all that far removed from the primates, Dale. So what they were <laughs> saying was we didn't actually lose our thick coat of hair. It all turned into peach fuzz mm. because we went in the water. I don't. I haven't read far enough to scientifically learn how being in the water makes our hair turn into peach fuzz. But I can't wait to do that. No, that's. Uh, I think you can and will wait. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you for an update on this book periodically over our next 35 episodes, and yeah. we will uh, chart your progress. Well. Considering it's like the fourth book I've bought, read five pages and then put it down, I don't expect I'll be reading very much more. What I think I have to start doing is buying like audiobooks and having someone read them to me while I play video games. Because I'll be like reading a book, I'll be like, oh, I could be playing a video game right now. Just get uh, something I've been looking into that's um, the audio, the, just get the audiobook thing, the. Uh, the internet audible audacity audible yeah the thing it's like an app you get and you pay it's fucking stupid this is why i looked into it and didn't sign up because it's like 20 bucks a month and you get like one free book a month dude i was like oh i'm gonna get an audio book and they're 25 bucks and i was like i'll just not read the nine (laughs) dollar book thank you (laughs) but there is actually this one app i think it's for kuda what are the fucking oh kobo yeah, Kodo. They have Whatever. this thing. It's called WhisperSync, where <laughs> you're reading it on your whatever device that reads, and then it syncs up with the audiobook. So you'll read on your thing, put it down, and then you'll go turn on the audiobook, and it'll pick up where you read to, because it reads your mind. That's terrifying. Yeah, and, but also, who is like, oh. I'm tired of this person doing the work and reading a book to me. I'd like to absorb some of the words through my own eyes. I think it's like that thing where it's like, oh, I'm so into reading this book. I'm actually late for whatever 
thing I have to do that involves driving in a car. <laughs> so you go in your car and then you listen to the audiobook. Most people I know just default to audiobooks now, I think. I don't know a lot of people who uh, actually read read the words. My problem with reading is I just can't do one thing at a time. Like, some people call it ADD. I call it... <laughs> M- having, multitasking. I call it having too big of a brain. Generational multitasking <laughs> My brain skill. is too big that it won't be satiated with just one <laughs> source of fucking uh, shit that keeps it entertained. Like, I, I can't just watch TV and I can't just play video games. I have to do both at the same time. Picture in picture? And or do I, you have like dual screens? And I do them both terribly, which is the best <laughs> part because I, I'll just lose track of what's going on in the TV show and then I'll just die at video games. And I was like, wow, I should do one or the other. And I'm like, but I can't. This actually fully explains your awful taste in TV shows and movies. Oh, yeah. That your brain is only half dialed into them. Enough oh, exactly. Where you're like, oh, this is excellent. Like, I'll pick a shitty comedy because you don't really have to watch them and you can only pay half attention. But as soon as you get to a show where you have to like pay a lot of attention, I'm like, I can't follow it. I'm playing video games or subtitles kill you because you're like, you can't read and play video games at the same time. Hence why I don't read books. Maybe I should just quit playing video games. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's uh, It's been such a large part of, of who you are. Since uh, I was like five. You're definitely... Uh, a, a gamer through yeah. and through. You you well, were on see, the wrong you, side of Gamergate. Would you say you... I was not? <laughs> Women can build my video games and talk about video games. I've never attacked Twitch. <laughs> Twitch is still a, the fucking weirdest thing to me. It just uh, yeah. Why would anybody want to watch someone else play video games? Like I get why perverted loners in basements want to watch. Hot girls play video, play video games. games. But even then, I, like, when I think of, if I'm watching uh, hot girls do something yeah. on the internet, play video games ranks at or near the bottom of that list. Yeah, but if you're a loser and every hot girl you've ever met was like, ew, you play video games, then you're, like, on the internet for your 30-second spurt and you find a girl <laughs> who's playing the thing you love and you're like, I could marry this girl. Like... It's basically you're at the point where you've masturbated to internet porn so much that you need the girlfriend experience, and the girlfriend experience is watching a hot girl. On it isn't Twitch. even pornography at that point. It's yeah. it's I'm envisioning my future playing video games next to this girl. Yeah, and uh, saying horrible racist things in her chat window. Yeah, uh. or the best would be just picturing some loser guy, and he has Twitch on on one screen. And then he's playing video games and he's like pretending he's playing video games beside her <laughs> no. playing video games. And he like talks to her, but she doesn't answer because he's like, oh, fun. that's funny, honey. And he's like playing the same game as her. I would wager actual money that at least 25% of the Twitch audience is made up of the people you just described. I think so. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. More more stuff from people. Uh, Landon. Uh, you've slowly but surely made me hate everything I disagree with on the internet more and more each week. My high blood pressure thanks you both. Landon, you're welcome, man. Doing you, God's uh, work. You're a pretty healthy guy otherwise, so anything we can do to contribute to your early death. Yeah, like, we're not here to raise up civilizations. We're here to find our friends and shorten their lifespans. Uh, Alia Joe Landry, who I can tell has never listened to an episode 
said, the opinions and debating has been fun and great to see people with different views can come together for an intelligent, spirited, enlightening, and respectful discussion. None of those things have ever, ever, have ever happened yeah, on this I, show. I think she accidentally opened up the window she thought was her TED Talk yeah. podcast <laughs> feedback. Oh, NPR. was all like, mm. ooh, you're so smart. I learned so much. It's like, well, are you talking about us? I mean, sure, if she's talking about us, I'll gladly take it. But I'm erroneous on this. <laughs> uh, Respectful. Yeah. Mm. No, no, I would not. There are lots of words I would use to describe you. I respectful certainly isn't one of them. Yeah. I think it's like it's the made fun of each other so much it looped around. And now we seem respectful. We, yeah. There's just nothing shitty we can say about each other. Mm. That I think what it is, is we've made fun of each other so much that all the obvious things making fun of each other are have become like old and tawdry and like low hanging fruit at this point that. We only make fun of each other subtly and we like kind of erode each other's like ego instead of just making fun of each other. So most people don't really notice. It's like disrespecting each other is watching too much pornography on the Internet. And now we're at the point where yeah. we're, we're each other's Twitch stream and yeah. we're like getting the whole the the boyfriend experience. Yeah, yeah. like our insults are the type that. You say something that seems innocuous, and then two days later, you're like, wait, what? Fuck, now it's on the internet for, for the world mean? to hear forever. Fuck. Uh, yeah, everyone, thanks thanks for giving us a year of your lives. Uh, yeah. We will continue to disappoint you uh, and swear a lot and tell you shit we know nothing about for at least another year. Yeah, and you know, we'll keep doing this until we stop needing attention and loving our own voices. Yeah, never. Which is infinite. Never. That will unless, never, ever happen. Unless somebody wants to pay us. If to I'm do on my deathbed. Else. Yeah. If you want to pay me to remain silent and not speak words on the internet anymore, mm-hmm. let's talk. Mm-hmm. Let's chat. Because if there's one thing I love more than the sound of my own voice, it's it's cash, cash money. Yeah, it's hush dollar, money. Dollar, dollar, dollar Like, literal hush money. Seriously, hush money <laughs> sounds like the best thing ever. You get some it's hush like puppies you for your hush not, money? Not even. Would you? Yeah. All right. Can we go into it? Should we start? Oh, uh, for anyone who has been listening to us this long, A, I'm sorry. B, if you have suggestions <laughs> on uh, what you'd like to hear from the podcast or, you know, formats, things you'd like us yeah. to switch it up. Maybe you'd like us to interview people or you. Uh, let yeah. us know. We're, we're open to suggestions here. I mean, we've been here a year. We've done our groundwork. We've got our core audience base. I mean... If they're still here, they're not going anywhere. So no, we you're, can pretty much do whatever trapped. we want. You're fucked. You're fucked now, like, pals. Right? I think it's at the point of Stockholm syndrome where they're like, "Ugh, I think I love them." But yeah, they're they're <laughs> sympathizing with their uh, ear captors for sure. And as much as I love uh, sitting in this room once a week, like smelling Dale's farts. Uh, hey, <laughs> I do those silently so if, they don't know. If it's you happening. if you want us to. Uh, to mix it up a little, we're we're always open to hear that. Yeah. All right. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. McDonald's. Well, apparently, people are mad about this. Uh, yeah. McDonald's announced some changes to the Happy Meal. Uh, what are the changes exactly? In case I haven't researched this, I mean, I have completely, but I just want you to explain it to maybe the audience listeners who haven't. Uh, McDonald's has announced in its uh, quest to align itself with a more health-oriented brand. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, because that's that's the first thing I think of when I think McDonald's. 
Yeah. Uh, it's removing cheeseburgers and chocolate milk from the Happy Meal uh, to in order to promote healthier options. And people are really unhappy. I got to say this. Uh, chocolate milk's probably not as unhealthy as you think it is because it's sure it's got a lot of sugar, but milk itself has a lot of sugar in it and there's lots of protein in it. So if you have fickle kids who don't like getting eating meat or getting protein from other spots, chocolate milk, I mean, there's what, like eight grams of protein per cup? Something I learned, actually. Yeah. Uh, so if you like exercise or yeah. you go for a run, chocolate yeah. milk is actually the perfect like uh, sports drink to have, even though like the last thing after you run 10K, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to chug a quart of chocolate yeah. milk. I mean, I filled my camel pack with it so I could just <laughs> drink it as I'm running. And then Throwing it's like, up curds of yeah, chocolate. <laughs> the best is when it's on your back and it gets that like body temperature warmth oh, and you're God. like, oh, because you get, you get that, you get that sweet spot. It's not hot chocolate. It's not chocolate milk. It's body temperature milk. It's like milk. chocolate yop by the <laughs> yeah. time you're done with it. Just like thick and creamy. Yeah, you're like, oh, buttery. It like sticks up the hose. Uh, but it's actually the perfect ratio of carbs to protein that yeah. your body needs to, to replenish its uh, energy stores and, and, and build muscle and shit. One thing that people aren't realizing that is sugar is terrible for you if you don't burn it off. But if you burn it off, sure, it's not as good as like a more stable, long distributed energy source. But if you're burning it off, then it's fine. Yeah. If you eat if you eat sugar within a half hour window of, of exercising, we should just start a fitness podcast because we, we clearly should. we're a couple of jacked dudes. And then never show a picture of me because <laughs> even though I run a lot, I'm still fat. Or either of us because yeah. I'm scrawny as fuck. I hit the gym five days a week and I still look like uh, fucking Paul Rubens. So <laughs> I don't know what's well, up with that. that's just because you masturbate in public. Right. <laughs> that's, and that's whereas me, Paul Rubens. I run a lot and I look like a guy who's never ran in his life. Um, we have like the opposite problem. Yeah. We should do like a Freaky Friday thing where oh we just God. like switch switch brains or bodies. That would be amazing. I, Except I guess for either of those would. when we switch back, you wouldn't have a job. <laughs> because somebody would be like, hey, Dale, do this. And I'd be like, gay joke, super <laughs> offensive thing. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, we don't do that in regular jobs. <laughs> or I'd go to the welding shop and be yeah. like, I'm filing an HR violation. <laughs> oh How dare you say that to me? Dude, you know what happened? Like two days ago, we're all joking around in the shop and then somebody was like, blah, 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 this joke. And then I had three different welders be like, Dale, that's too far. (laughs) (laughs) Welders said this to you. Yeah. Holy shit. Like these are feral people. Do you... (laughs) They they never learned manners. They were raised by wolves in the wild. Yeah. Like we don't choose to weld because we're housebroken and sought after house guests <laughs> um, yeah I, i'd ask you to share the joke but really we, we can't afford to hammer oh no we can't oh I, <laughs> that, that can't be put on the internet this is like the, there's we're at this time right now where we're living a dual life there's the life we lead and then the life we pretend to lead on the internet where we have this like sanitized wash version you don't do a great job of that i just want to say um yeah i do not (laughs) i mean that is your toned down version yeah that (laughs) is the washed up version like one of the main reasons 
I love being a welder is I don't have to watch what I say because there's no morality clause for welding. They're like, what? You're not in jail? Okay, you could be a welder. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you just got out of jail, they're like, when are you going back to jail? Okay, just weld until you go back to jail. And please try to be sober. You can't weld in jail, though, right? Like, that's is that something that they... That's one of the... You the, can't weld in jail? You can weld in jail. Like yeah, it's one of the trades they teach. Like, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> funny <laughs> enough because they teach people in jail how to weld. And then so that's why maybe a lot of welders are rough around the edges. I guess it's just because they're so fucking starving for labor. They're like, you just get those guys who are stuck in a room to do it. And then we'll give them jobs. You should get the teardrop tattoo. I should. No, just tell people you learned how to do it in prison, man. One thing I've learned is I don't want to look weird anymore because then people will come up to me and talk to me like I'm as weird as them. Like if I get a teardrop tattoo, I'll be like, oh, dude, I got the sweet bitch a teardrop tattoo. Ha ha. This is funny, ironic. And then somebody will be like, hey, I'm a scary person and I have real (laughs) teardrop tattoos from killing people. Do you want to talk about that? And I'll be like, I regret this decision. So I'm not going to get a teardrop tattoo. All right. Well, something to consider. If you ever want to, like, get some additional respect around your welding position, people do not fuck with the person who they think has killed another person for disrespecting them. Actually, I think they do. (laughs) They probably fuck with them more. Like, uh, there's the joke we tell, like, we talk to people and uh, they're like, Actually, no, this happened in the newsroom where a buddy of mine, he was like talking about how he didn't like this guy who worked there before I was. I was like, wow, you guys must have made fun of him a lot. And they're like, no, we didn't like him enough to make fun of him. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how you know you're uh, you're in the right place. So this McDonald's thing. Yeah, like why? uh, Why? Why? Okay, a couple questions here. McDonald's. Why? If I'm feeding my kid a McDonald's Happy Meal, yeah. it's not because I give a shit what he puts in his body. It's yeah. because if I know that if he's going another 20 minutes without food, I'm going to have to deal with his bullshit yeah. for the rest of the fucking night. And I would yeah. rather feed him like pure cancer than have to deal with like an unruly child. Yeah. And my the thing I think about is like, really? Cheeseburgers? That's what you're taking out. Like, you're still leaving in Chicken McNuggets, the fries, whatever the... Like, can you get Happy Meal fish fillets? Oh, no, but that would be amazing. Okay, yeah. McDonald's, if you're listening. Oh, my God. If... Mini fish Ronald, if you're if you're tuned in right now, fish nuggets. I'm telling you, you just, just make them like the chicken. Just get a fucking fish fillet patty, chop it up, fry it, put them in, like, a little fry container or a box... Uh, oh, I will buy dipping in thousands tartar of sauce. those. Oh God. Just like a bucket of tartar sauce on the oh side. Oh my God. Or fish fillet sliders. And fish is healthy. Fish is a healthy. Oh my God. Fish fries. <laughs> like they're the yes. shape of fries, but they're yes. deep fried fish. Oh yes. My. Oh my God. Uh, like fish sticks, but yeah, smaller. Yeah. But. And I, made from the same thing they make. From fish whatever they from. make that out of. Yeah. I don't even care. Whatever garbage what dump is. they get that from, <laughs> make more of it because it's delicious. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, wait, how many calories are in like those mini cheeseburgers? What's going on? I don't the what like the regular cheeseburgers? Yeah. Like, is it the 
cheese. Those aren't, mi- those aren't mini cheeseburgers. Those are like regular. That used to be a meal to people. You would eat like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, and that was like back in the '30s <laughs> where people were starving and we were four feet tall. Wait, wait. Let's keep talking about this. I gotta find out how many calories in are a McDonald's cheeseburger. In a- I remember we used to go. So back in the glory days, McDonald's had sixty-nine cent cheeseburger Sundays, and we would go in, and the maximum they would allow you to order would be ten. So we'd all get a sack of ten cheeseburgers with, uh, w- with all the like the fucking onions and ketchup and shit removed, and just McChicken sauce. Oh, so yeah. adding the mayo. Yeah. Which, like, that must have been, if you ate a bag of 10 of those, that must have been, like, 4,000 calories. Yeah, right okay, there. so a regular McDonald's cheeseburger yeah. is 263 calories. That's not bad. Which is less than two granola bars. Yeah. Like, a granola bar is, like, 120, 140. And there's some, what do we got for protein in there? 13 grams? That's a lot of... Uh, That's good. Protein. Yeah. See the ratio I like? I Maybe like to a little at. high on the sodium. Yeah, that's a lot of sodium. <laughs> you know, that can be changed. Uh, yeah. But as, as long as the protein content is higher than the fat content, I'll usually be like, fuck it. It's healthy. Yeah. It's health and food. There's one extra gram of protein to food. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Uh, something I found out is uh, the, the McDonald's McDouble yeah. actually has, uh, in terms of like uh, uh, caloric content per dollar, yeah. That's like, if you're like a homeless person or a starving person or a person living on like a very minimal food budget, yeah. Uh, McDonald's McDouble burger is the best thing you can buy because that gives you the most calories. Wow. It has 390 calories and 23 grams of protein. Yeah. And it costs, it costs two, two bucks. Yeah. Uh, One dollar in the States apparently, but 390 calories. So if you wanted to meet like the bare minimum of calories. Yeah. Uh, for a person in a day, which I think is like what twelve hundred, fifteen hundred. Well, I looked it up. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. But that's because I'm six four. Let, let's say let's four. say fifteen hundred. Okay. So you could get by on like four five, five bucks a day. Yeah. For a McDouble, five McDoubles. Oh my golden. god, that's let's all you need. Go eat five McDoubles right now. I'll fucking I'll do it. <laughs> There's McDoubles right up the street, oh but let's do it, bud. Dude, it's like you're like, ah, oh, fuck McDoubles. It's so bad. I don't want to eat it. And then you think about eating it. You're like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny because at our age and how we've kind of become health conscious just because we don't want to get like annoying weird diseases or we become health conscious in that we now acknowledge health exists <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's the bar for us yeah we're like oh yeah we're just health conscious enough that going to eat mcdonald's is kind of bad so it's fun again we're like dude let's go get mcdonald's let's Ooh. get a second 10 mcdonald's and eat it right here on the air <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. for real though. Should we do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like nobody goes to McDonald's. I don't know why McDonald's is doing this. Like, yeah, yeah. because <laughs> I guess, they're, wait, they're keeping cheeseburger. Oh, six piece chicken nuggets will no longer be served with small fries. What's your vegetable going to be then? Yeah. You're just going to get six pieces of chicken? Oh my God. Do you want to hear a life hack? This is like an actual life hack. So you know how potatoes have like the bad starch which turns into sugar and makes you fat yeah yes if you cook a potato and then cool it down there's a chemical process that happens that stops the bad starch from i don't know hurting your body and the more times you do it the better it is 
So like if you take a potato, heat it up, cool it down, heat it up, cool it down, then your body digests like the starch and shit way better than if you just heat it up and eat it. I uh, I Googled this while you were saying it just yeah. to call you out on your bullshit. And apparently the same is true for pasta or any starchy food. Oh, shit. Uh, cooking pasta, then cooling it down, changes the structure of the pasta, turning it to something that is called resistant starch uh, because it becomes resistant to the normal enzymes in our dot, dot, dot. I, I don't really care uh, beyond that. But Oh, is it one of those clickbaits where you're like, Click her to feet to, to see more. See, read more. Uh, cold pasta recipes. Uh, Neat. But does does it work on pasta if you heat it up and then cool it and down? Then cool it down multiple times. Yeah. Multiple times. Called resistant starch because once pasta, potatoes, or any starchy food is cooked and cooled down, it becomes resistant to the normal enzymes in our gut that break carbohydrates down and release glucose. That then causes the familiar blood sugar surge. Interesting. So wait, if, then do we just poop out the starch? If you cook and cool down, if you cook and cool pasta down, then your body will treat it more like fiber, creating a smaller glucose peak and helping feed the good bacteria that reside down in your gut. You will also absorb fewer calories, making this a win-win situation. Guess what, motherfuckers? It only took a year, <laughs> but we gave you some actual knowledge. <laughs> I actually You're didn't welcome. know this. This is crazy. I know, right? That's all I'm doing from now on. Like, I'm going to cook and cool everything. So it's like hash browns that you make the next day from your roasted potatoes are actually healthy for you. That's uh, that's good to know. Although, have you had cold, like, cold or reheated McDonald's fries before? Oh, they don't They don't hold yeah. up. They don't... Uh, this, this whole life hack wasn't meant to be used on McDonald's fries. It was more just when you get potatoes yourself. Yeah. And for the record, in case you don't know this, if anything is deep fried, it's bad for you. Yeah. So don't do this with McDonald's fries because they're deep fried. No. And they're soaked in fat. Apparently we just missed some nipples in figure skating. Nipples in figure skating? God Damn it. A nip slip on TV. Oh, man. Hey, remember when Lucy Lawless was singing the national anthem at the Anaheim game and her boob fell out? No. Is that a thing that happened? Dude. Recently? No. This was like when, Lu- when Xena Warrior Princess was on TV and Anaheim just started. That's how happy I was it happened that this was like fucking 15 years ago and I still remember. Wait. No, it was more. It was like 25 years ago. When I was like 13, and it was amazing. Are you Google? Whoa, what's that? That's the nipple popping up. Nah, that's not. I thought it was intentional. I thought we were talking like uh, Justin, Justin Timberlake, uh, Janet Jackson style stuff here. You know what? I don't want to sound unappreciative, but I'm kind of underwhelmed by a figure skater's nip slip. And I'm not going to say because I'm not trying gonna try not to body shame anybody or comment about how figure skating women look like little girls so i'm just gonna leave it at that how would you yeah that's actually something we should google before <laughs> researching this. how old it because they frequently are little girls i think like 16 to 18 sounds about right yeah i don't know if that's uh 
And that's disgusting to me. Anyway, that was some some breaking news here on uh, Outrage Factory. Someone's someone's nipple. This is a good. Uh, <laughs> the underage thing is a good. Yeah, thing. To, uh, you know what? The funny thing is that it was a French figure skater as well. Oh so snap! Dive on in, buddy. So I was looking for things to put on the podcast, and then I read this thing that's going on in France. There is a current lawsuit going against a guy who is. 29, mm-hmm. and he's accused of sexual abuse of, guess how old, Derek? Six, 16. 11. Yeah. Grade 6. Gross. And you know what his defense is? I thought she was 16, which is still disgusting. And you know why he could say this? Because France doesn't have an age of consent. Because it is a country full of cavemen, and it's disgusting. And France, you should be kicked out of NATO, the European Union, and whatever. Thing. I thought you researched this and you found they do actually have. No, what they have an age is of okay. What they have is you could charge someone with sexual abuse for a child under fifteen, but they consider if the word it gets weird because France doesn't actually have an age of consent. So it's not like here where if a girl's young enough, it's considered statutory rape. Like there, if she says yes, it's not considered rape because for them to consider it rape, it has to be. Here, let me look this up. Uh, it has to be by violence, coercion, threat or surprise, which I don't even want to pop the cap on the whole surprise thing. That's weird. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, so since she went willingly, this guy's kind of like there's this gray area in France where he they have to take him to court and figure out what they're going to do. So what they actually did was they charged him with sexual abuse of a person under 15, and his defense lawyers are saying that it wasn't abuse because she willingly went along with him. Mm, so they're sorry they're they're ruling that well they haven't ruled yet it's in court like defense is arguing his defense is i thought she was 16 which is still disgusting but his defense lawyers are saying that since she willingly went with him to go have sex that it's not considered rape because france doesn't have a minimum age of consent so they don't have the statutory rape they don't have statutory rape yeah I mean, I don't know why I brought this up because it's just a great big bummer. I think it's just because I read about it today and it grossed me out. And I want to call France out because usually when you hear stuff about this, it's like in some weird underdeveloped country like Malaysia where you're like, oh, those people, how can they live like that? But it's fucking, you're in Europe. Like, we trust you guys. You make laws. You're like fucking... Maybe this is why fucking Britain left the European Union. They didn't want their kids diddled by French. I don't think that's why they left the European Union. <laughs> if I recall correctly, this talking point did not come up during well, uh, the Brexit Well, it should have. It would have been at the top of my list. I'd be like, we're leaving this union because those fucking savages don't have a minimum age for sexual consent. Consenting and that's to disgusting. a sexual relationship. Uh Put the unnamed man on trial for sexual abuse of a minor under 15 instead of rape. But defendant's lawyers claim the girl knew what she was doing in consent. Ah, I don't know, man. Do do 11-year-olds have uh, the mental wherewithal 
No, to, they do not. Consent. Well, I think that's something that should be fairly this, easy to prove in a court, isn't but it? But this is the thing with France doesn't have that law. Like here in Canada, where we are all upstanding people and totally rad and better than French, we're like, yo, if she's too young, even if she says yes, you can't do that shit because it's gross. Whereas France is like, yeah, mon ami, eat some cheese, have some bread. A <laughs> uh, couple things. Number one, uh, the French figure skater who just showed her nipple is 22 years old. Number two, this is an interesting pivot because uh, in Canada right now, uh, Headley, which is this fucking god-awful boy band. Uh, that I saw Headley live last year. Super duper shitty and just like everything wrong with Canadian music. Oh, uh, I forgot to say. I saw them live last year, and I agree with Derek. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I was like, okay. why would you like, go to a Headley concert? I was waiting for you to give me a second, because oh. it was at the Canada Day fireworks. I'm like, ah, oh, oh. sweet, fireworks. And they're like, oh, by the way, to watch the most amazing thing humans have accomplished, which is fireworks, <laughs> you have to sit through Headley. And I was like, fuck, barely worth it. <laughs> uh, Headley which is a Canadian band that their entire career has made music exclusively for 14-year-old girls, recently came to light that they were uh, also uh, having sex with 14-year-old girls. Gross. Or, I mean, that in and of itself is not shocking. Like, you're, you're, you're a, a fucking t- teen girl band. Yeah. Like... I think it's it's an awful thing to say, but I think that's the expectation. Like I there see grown be, men making music for teenage girls, and that's sh- immediately yeah, what I Yeah, like it's I guess it's called profiling or whatever. But in this case, yeah, fucking yeah. profile. If they're making music for fourteen-year-old girls, maybe keep an eye on them because they're probably going to try have sex with fourteen. Yeah, maybe girls. you know, parents don't let your fourteen-year-old girls go to Headley concerts alone. Uh, yeah, but yeah, there's some creepy shit. Like they were definitely preying on these girls. They were taking them backstage. There was a situation where uh, a fourteen-year-old girl was found with uh, rohypnol in her system Jesus after being Christ. backstage at a Headley show. Uh, it was all four guys in the band that were, uh, yeah, taking girls back to hotel rooms, like some really creepy shit. Um, again, this is something that I doubt it was that much of a secret to Headley or the people around them or their handlers or their management or their enablers or the security at these shows. And no one said a fucking thing until all these girls started coming out in the me too thing. Yeah. Uh, And since then Headley's been dropped by their management, which is obviously trying to distance themselves from the situation they helped enable. Yeah. Uh, They've been kicked off the Juno awards, which, Oh no, the Juno awards. (laughs) That's the worst thing. That's the worst thing that can happen. Dude, the only hit for this is Canadian radio stations who are like, oh, fuck. Now what are we going to fill up that 30% of CanCon with? Yeah, that's Mariana's Trench, which is yeah, like a B-Ray Headley. And as far yeah. as I know, they have not tried to have sex with underage girls. That I know of. Yet. Uh, yeah, the all other weird thing is that that's uh, eh, kind of predictable. But there are girls out there who still love Headley so much that they are uh, turning on their fellow fans. And uh, the fandom is essentially eating itself and tearing itself apart over uh, girls who think that because Headley makes fucking shitty pop music that they really like, they can never prey on underage women. Yeah. Uh, and uh, people who who think that that's exactly what they were doing. I'm in that camp, by the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's probably a reason why they made the music in the first place. Yeah. 
Yes. So you don't you don't become a teeny bopper band. I mean, I'm sure initially you get into it for money. Uh, well, I mean, you could have gotten into it because that's the age you were when you wrote the songs, like which makes sense. Like the first Foo Fighters album, uh, the what guy the had fuck? the guy had written some of the songs when he was 15. Yeah, but Foo Fighters were never like this is like straight up. No, shitty. I'm just saying. No. That since he wrote no. the songs when he was so young, they could resonate with someone so young. So I'm not saying it's okay for Headley. I'm just saying that sometimes a boy bop band or whatever comes from the, them forming when they were that young, but they should move on. You shouldn't be adults still making that music. I'm just trying, I'm, I'm reading to see if I can get some uh, insight into the specific yeah. Specific allegations here. That uh, uh, that sucks because uh, maybe we should talk about something that's not depressing on our one year anniversary that involves LGs. LGs? Little girls. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Okay, you want to do... Well, this one, that's depressing too. Yeah. Wanna, uh, uh, oh, we did the, the France thing? Yeah. Uh... uh Ooh, let's do the eating the lions eat that fucking guy. That okay. was nice. That's a, actually what how how far into the episode? Oh, we're forty one minutes in. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll Holy talk shit. about fucking lions eating shit. Forty one minutes. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Nice. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. All right. A uh, little brevity in uh, a world of shitty news this week. Uh, a poacher. Uh, yeah. Happy ending for our happy ending. Is that a sex thing? Yeah. Is this where we jerk <laughs> each other off? Yeah. That's usually <laughs> after we record. Oh, but right. uh, we can get get right into it. Yeah. Uh, a poacher was. This is your. This is your story. Go for it. A poacher <laughs> was killed and eaten by lions ah, that he was trying to poach. The circle of life that Elton yes. John was once once talking <laughs> about. So I know. A lot of you might remember the time I was talking about when an elephant was killed for money and how I was okay with that. And now you're probably like, but Dale, why are you against this guy getting killed? Or why are you for this guy getting killed when you didn't care about the elephants? And that is because he was a poacher. And this he was trying to... And poachers are pretty evil because they don't kill animals and then give the animal sanctuary a whole bunch of money so that they can look after the other animals. What they do is they poison, like, um, this is in an area where lions had been poisoned, their paws and heads cut off, and their bodies just left because they. some people use the heads and paws in traditional medicine, which is bad. See, we can so we have a bunch of scientists out there debunking things like flat Earth and yeah. uh, anti-global warming. Why isn't there a scientific community dedicated to being like, no, by eating the rhinoceros's horn, you do not absorb the essence of the rhinoceros? Oh, they have. Why? Oh, okay. They I have. Just, there should be a large-scale campaign mounted, just being like, well, you're fucking stupid for believing this. Yes, yeah, this is what it is. They're like, okay, eating rhinoceros horn powder 
will not make your boners come back. And then you have the old guys, and they're like, yeah, well. But the horn looks an awful lot like a boner. I think I'm going to try it and see. I'd, and I'd then you get the whole placebo effect. Yeah. And where then it's working like, just because oh you God, think it is. I totally got this boner, and it's, holy shit, it's got to be from the rhino horn. I will say, if we were killing rhinoceroses for meat, I would be all about that. I would 100% eat a rhinoceros steak. I wonder what it tastes like. I, I think, think it tastes like horse. I think, I don't, I think pig. it would taste like, probably. They look like a piggy. They, they are pork, pork-esque. Very, yeah. very porcine. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think it would probably it would probably be like pork. Uh, yeah, give me a second. Talk with our our listeners. I'm just gonna do some quick googling here. Derek's just what does rhino? He, he's meat? looking at animal porn. He's not looking up what rhino meat tastes rhino like. Meat tastes like. Okay, what was I saying? Oh yeah. How so. do I fix my boner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, what happened is there's this traditional medicine that has been used for thousands of years because the people used to not be as awesome as our current society and have the ability to make chemicals that fix everything that's wrong with you. So they didn't have Viagra. They had I don't even know where it started. It's probably like Derek said, like the horn looked like a penis. So they're like, maybe if I grind up that horn and snort, do they snort it? Do they put it in tea? I don't know. Let's just pretend they grind up rhino horn and snort it because that's hilarious to think about. (laughs) Just doing rails of a rhino horn. Yeah. Oh, bro. Did you get that rhino horn? Yeah, man. And they'd be like, oh, they put wet. Somebody made the back of the toilet seat wet. So now I can't do rhino horn. Did you find it yet? Rhino is extremely gamey and strong tasting. It is almost like beef or elk or moose, but it really has a unique flavor all its own. Now I gotta try it. I don't want to be a dickhead, but it's like beef or elk or moose. All of those things taste so (laughs) different from each other. Like beef and elk don't taste anything like each other. So I would, hey. Let's find a place that serves rhino. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. We'll both eat it. Like, that's research I can handle doing, yeah. like eating food. So after we record this episode, we're going to go out and get a sack of 10 McDoubles. And yeah. after that, we're going to go find a rhino restaurant that serves rhino. And not snort the horn. Well, if it's if it's on the menu, I mean, I mean you got to use all the parts of the rhino, right? What if it does help your boners? But, see? And who can, who among us couldn't use a little help with, with their... Uh, Oh, me. With their... My boners are too much. <laughs> I'd rather just never have one again and just focus on video games. Is there an animal with a downward pointed horn? Because <laughs> yeah. I'd like my boners to be less Like an strong. elephant tusk. I just want it to be like, you know, a little like stiff. Like wal- walrus, maybe. But still pointing down. Like, I don't want it to be all the way, because that's just... I want it to be like the point where there's a bit of girth to it. You know what I mean? Like, ooh. So anyways, walrus tusk make you less <laughs> erect. <laughs> I think we just lost our last five <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Uh, nothing about it on Google. Anyway, uh, if you've listened this far in the episode, please help us spreading the rumor that Walrus Tusk <laughs> will make you, uh, less, less erect in the genitals. Yes. Okay. So back to this poacher, they, <laughs> the, the game warden found this guy's head and that's it. Cause the lions killed and ate everything, <laughs> which at least they used all the parts. Yeah. Except for the head. Yeah. Which, which, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you figure, like, 
You figure the brains would be tasty if you're an animal. Yeah, but how are you going to crack a person's skull open? I mean, it's a lion. Yeah. People have shitty heads. They're like eggshells. Like, if you're a lion and you have those big, strong jaws, I'm pretty sure you could pry open those a big, head. big, strong, boner-inducing jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Lions. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, true enough. One other thing I'd like to touch on. This was like a recent debate that we started on Twitter today. Uh, parents who kiss their kids on the lips. Uh, I I was curious about this because Courtney does it to our son all the time, and it fucking Derek, drives me bonkers, man. We don't man. call out our women we, on the podcast. Sorry, uh, a person who I may or may not be raising a child with kisses that child on the lips all the time. Better, yeah, yes, less obvious. Yes. Uh, and uh, she she took it to Twitter, which is a classic Derek move. <laughs> she beat me to it. And uh, most people were were in favor of the the kissing the kid on the lips. But everyone agreed that up to a certain totally arbitrary point, uh, at some point it became weird. No one yeah. could say when that point was. Thirteen. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's that's a good one. I'm gonna say twenty one, yeah. just because like. Well, it's like. Uh... There's also some, like, I guess there's other affecting statistics to the determining of the age. Like, same-sex parents, is that different? Should we care? Should it be, like, should it be different for a man to stop kissing his son sooner on the lips than he would his daughter? Does that make him a homophobe? Does that just make it weird? Like, I don't know. I think if it feels weird, you shouldn't do it because I think kids can pick up on that. Yeah. Also, kids are fucking like petri dishes. Yeah. Noah is constantly, constantly sick. Every week he brings a new virus home from daycare. Courtney is sick like five times as often as I am because she's always kissing Noah on the mouth, yeah. even if he's sick. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. I don't kiss him on the mouth. Maybe it's like uh, one of my followers made a comment about how like toxic masculinity is more prevalent in the States. And so Americans will not kiss their kids on the lips. D- dudes definitely won't. I'm I'm in that boat. Like I won't I won't do it. Like you don't kiss him on the lips because you think it's gonna turn you into a sissy boy. No, well, no, because it's too late for that. I'm just so <laughs> I you know. Might as well kiss I'm not, him on I'm the not lips. a masculine man by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. But uh, no, I won't kiss him on. The, it just seems it seems a little. I'm, I'm with a you. Like, weird to me. I was this Christmas. I went to my sister's house, and then her kid went to kiss me, and she kissed me on the lips, and I was just like. Whoa, what am I, I going to prison now? Yeah. Am I? Is that it? Did I just involuntarily become the snunkle? <laughs> am I the sneaky uncle now? <laughs> like, that wasn't my fault. I don't know if she did it on purpose. <laughs> she was asking for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it, like, why? Why cross that line? At all? Like, why set yourself up to have to have a conversation with your kid when he's 11 or 12 and be like, yeah. OK, son, now it's weird for me to kiss you on the lips. I remember as a kid, I used to kiss my parents on the lips, and I remember it started being weirded four-ish. Yeah. So. When you formed your first memories. Yeah. <laughs> like, your first memory is like, oh, I don't like this at all. Ugh, who are these big people kissing me Well, the me thing on with Noah mouth? is that now he, like, he tries to kiss everyone, like, strangers on the lips. He kisses his he friends at daycare on the lips. Because he's a bowling and he knows stuff annoys people, so he does That's it. probably exactly that's why he does it. That, that's cool. 90% of the reason we're friends. If you're kissing people <laughs> on the lips to irritate them or weird them out, that's fine. If you're doing it as a genuine display of affection, nah. Uh, that yeah. shit will not fly. The whole thing about kissing people on the mouth because it's weird, i.e. Derek and Dale's high school experience. Yeah. 
Did I say too much? No, I think you have not said enough. <laughs> that sounds, sounds okay, about right. Okay, so at parties, me and Derek would kiss each other on the mouth because we thought it was funny. Yeah. And then a whole, it's, it's funny because one of the most surprising things about that is finding out how homophobic some of your female friends are. Oh, yeah. They were uh, some or how like weirdly uh, uh, like almost too excited about it some of your female friends were well that makes sense because that's like when girls kiss dudes are like yeah to, to clarify uh, i don't think it's the same i mean even girls like it when two girls kiss but when two dudes kiss the audience for that is like gay drunk men. people or okay yeah. yeah which are essentially well gay see men. there's two things like as a rule of thumb usually when two dudes do stuff or not when like when dudes like get naked or do stuff that would be considered sexual if a woman did it, it's hilarious. When like when a guy runs around naked, it's funny. When a girl mm, runs no, around, we live in the Me Too era now, man. Can, yeah, when can a, dudes even run around naked anymore? Oh no! But what I'm saying is, when girls do it, it's sexy. So when girls kiss each other, it's sexy, and they do it for sexy attention. When guys kiss each other, it's funny, and they do it for funny attention. Yeah, I didn't. Ne- I never uh, entertained the thought for a second that we were arousing people. Uh, I will say that Dale and I grew up in like small town, uh, conservative BC, where. Yeah. Uh, two dudes kissing, uh, and this was in the like the mid nineties when like yeah, yeah when that, it was a big deal, it, like none of that shit flew at all. Yeah, so, there, there was there wasn't even we hadn't even had the it gets better. So yeah, Dale, Dale and I were definitely uh, brave uh, trailblazers brave, and pioneers. Handsome, in strong. The, in the uh, we did break new ground. The, we were the two dudes fake I kissing. I would say we were social pioneers. <laughs> if I had to, we made it safe. Statement, yeah. For people, I think we really kicked off the whole uh, era of equality. I, I feel I like think you and I did that. You and me single-handedly made the world an okay place to live in. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's an overstatement at all. I don't think anybody else helped with gay rights quite like we did. <laughs> We're like the Martin Luther King of gay rights. Uh, of yeah. gay rights. Of awkward white dudes in small towns kissing each other. <laughs> that that could be on our business cards. <laughs> I'm not. That's an awful lot of words for a business card. Uh, and we are continuing that that fine trend of uh, trailblazing and, and pioneering with this podcast, making yeah. it safe for people all over the world to not be angry about shit and make jokes and make people feel awkward. And I think we're still making the world a better place. Yeah. I mean, that's how I justify most things I do. Like, I'm like, uh, should I really be doing this? I'm like, well, it does make the world a better place. Should I be snorting my, this walrus (laughs) test? Well, (laughs) it makes me less erect. Yeah. Should I eat these 10 cheeseburgers? Well, it does make the world a better place. Uh, all right. Anything else you'd like to add for uh, our special one year, one year anniversary episode? But honestly, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys uh, letting me all up in your ear holes. We do. Yeah, we give you guys shit. I give you guys shit a lot because apparently you don't berate Dale at the same rate you do me. Yeah, but, like, uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I don't need positive or negative <laughs> feedback. I'm it's, it's only, never positive. It is never positive. I'm only doing this so I can feel like I'm contributing to society. It's never positive and you aren't. 
if you have any shit that makes you angry on the internet, please tweet us at Outrage Fact Pod or me personally at Herder. Or me at SuperDaleBot. Like us on Facebook. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or uh, wherever you get your podcasts. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Wait, can you even leave? I don't know. Check it out. If you can leave a review, do it. If you can't, well, we tried. Yeah. Uh, tell tell your friends about us. Uh, they will almost certainly be offended. Uh, maybe warn them about the, the horn snorting conversation. Or the dude kissing dudes conversation. Yeah, that's not a... F- what kind of bigot would get offended by that? Yeah, that's a good it's 2018, point. man. We've already... Yeah. We blazed that trail. That trail yeah. is blazed. Yeah. That was like 20 years ago. Yeah. We're so over it. Fuck. We're old. Yeah. <laughs> we were... We've been kissing each other on the lips for 20 years. Yeah. I think I'm going to Google that picture of Lucy Lawless. All right. Well, I know how Dale's spending his night. (laughs) Uh, Until next. uh, Thanks again for listening. And uh, until next week. Stay angry. (laughs) 